Well, we sh- before we're done today, we got to mention about what's going on here at Acme. Got to give an update on that with the um... <clears throat> people should rally, man. Yeah, because this we're sitting on the stage right now, and you know Acme Comedy Club. I've been playing here for over twenty years, and the reason this club is so excellent is because of Lewis, the owner, and his taste in comedy. This place survived. <clears throat> when the comedy boom of, uh, I guess he took over 91. In the early 90s, you know, comedy, the comedy boom collapsed and all these clubs went out of business. Only the best of the best survived. And the reason Lewis survived was because of his taste in comedy. He was bringing, you know, Louis C.K. here when nobody knew who Louis C.K. was. Now, you look, there's a, he's on the cover of the New Yorker magazine this month and it says the most important person in comedy on it and um god anyone else uh you dave attell and uh you know greg giraldo who's now deceased uh anybody brian regan played here back then mm-hmm. now you know he's doing arenas i used to see gaffigan. I'm sure, uh, dave Chappelle. I used every- to see gaffigan here all the time <clears throat> jim gaffigan the the best in American comedy have always played here. And then let's talk about the comedians who started here locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, who's rega- revered as one of the all-time greatest comedians of all yep. time. Maria Bamford, mm-hmm. who now is you know one of the all-time greatest American comedians ever. Yep. Like uh, heralded as a, a Woody Allen-esque type genius. Yeah. Uh, Nick Swardson started here. All these... Brilliant Chad Daniels. Con- Chad Daniels. Yep, I um, mentioned Chad. You know, I think not only should this place be uh, preserved, uh, there should be a historical marker in front of this place. Uh, it, this is a historic landmark, not only for local Minneapolis culture, mm-hmm. but also for American culture mm-hmm. and American history. And uh, for for this place to be closed because someone wanted to build another condominium across the street where the parking lot is would be a crime against humanity. Yeah. And, you know, I was mentioning San Francisco before. Uh, San Francisco the, it was murdered culturally because they priced out all of the cool people and the artists. And it's there, 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 there's not much flavor there anymore. It's just a bunch of rich, young tech workers. And those and they're inventing apps to have food delivered to your apartment. They're not creating the comedy and art and music that gives a city its culture and its right. flavor. Right. And Minneapolis is, is, is such a unique place, uh, one of the greatest cities uh, in the world, and for the unique art and culture and comedy that it creates, um, I, 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 I think, uh, you know, it would be a crime against humanity. Yeah, and uh, I agree with everything you just said. What you didn't mention is the just this building itself, uh, how great it is, you know, how accommodating well, it is for comedy. Well, and that's why everybody, it's, it's got what, you know, low ceilings, dark room. I mean, look into the chairs. A lot of comedy clubs have shitty chairs. These are very comfortable, plush, A lot of people mention that. Chairs. Yeah, a lot of comics mention that. Maybe that's why the audience is always in such a good mood. They're comfortable. Yeah. But, um, you know, and these, like, ancient wooden pillars that, that are, are holding this place up and the... Uh, the the granite Love rocks. It. It's all part of the charm. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. 
There's no windows. You're not going to be distracted by it, by, by looking outside. I've been here in the dead of winter, you know, and there's snow drifts outside. Mm-hmm. And it's just this place packed mm-hmm. in the middle of winter and everybody warm and cozy. Yeah. It's wonderful. Laughing. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. I want to, I have, while I have the, um, this is something that Acme sent out. Um, and this is some information people should have that goes along with what we were saying. On Monday, this coming Monday, if you're listening to this uh, soon, June 27th, Minneapolis City Planning Commission will determine the future of Acme. So if you have any interest, and if you're listening to this podcast, you if have you interest. If you are listening to this, probably on the 28th after it's been decided. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, go, uh, there, go out, rally. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Don't wait for a local tragedy to make you go out and support your community. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. So, uh, because yeah. the, you know, a, a place like Acme Comedy Company is what helps you get through tragedies. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, my father was killed by a drunk driver in 2009. My sister died of breast cancer in 2011. And without comedy, I don't know what I would have done. And it, it's things like that. People forget the real essence of what comedy gives you. It helps you through tough times. Uh, it helps you forget your problems, even if it's just, you know, having some trouble at work or, mm-hmm. or paying your rent, mm-hmm. uh, you know, problems in a relationship. To go and be in a communal setting with other humans and laugh uh, is one of the most healing things in existence. Yeah. And, and, and year after year, for the last 20 years, whenever there's a top 10 list of top 10 best comedy clubs in America, Acme Comedy Company is always in the top 10. Damn right. There was another one like a month ago I yeah. saw. And every comedian will tell you, this is one of their favorite clubs. And you take away a place like this uh, from comedians, and you know, you're know you not going to have uh, people developing. You know, uh, your Maria Bamfords and your right. Mitch Hedbergs mm-hmm. and uh, your Tom Rhodeses. You know, this, this place is crucial to American comedy and American culture. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it kind of goes beyond Minneapolis, but it's up to Minneapolis to save this motherfucker. Absolutely. Please, please do what you can, everyone. Pitchforks. Yeah. Uh, uh, burning mops, whatever, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Set tires on fire. No, don't do that. That'll be bad for the environment. <laughs> that was Tom Rhodes that said that. The huh? good guys have to win sometimes, Justin. Yeah. It can't just be rich corporate pricks uh-huh. that dictate all of life for all of us. Agreed. You know, the good guy, the little guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Lewis, I, you know, that, uh, his taste in comedy, he's only, it's his, his taste and booking of just top quality because there was a lot of really shit comedy uh, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And his eye and his taste is what made uh, is what put this place on the map. If any, anyone needs an example of uh, the popularity and success of this place and how much it means to people, uh, the nights where there isn't a nationally national headliner here, you know, uh, on a they're closed Sunday. Monday's another the other night that they're open where there isn't a headliner. It's open mic, and this place is packed. And you will see people that are coming up on stage for the first time ever, and people that have been that have had specials on HBO, and that you know are back in town just to work some stuff out. But they come here because this is their home club, and it means something. I to feel them. like this is my home club, and I'm not even from here. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I and you're not alone in that. There are others that say that as well. So 